Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that continues to celebrate the, uh, the, the wonderful place we have here in coastal Mississippi and the people who are making this such a special place to live, work, and play. Um, got a great show today. Rob Stinson, come on in and join me. You know Rob from Salutes and The Reef. He's just an entrepreneur. We had a great visit uh, back on May the 5th, which is amazing, man. I mean, you think about May the 5th. Time flies, doesn't it? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, it's like the whole world has changed. <laughs> and as you and I were talking about, and Adele and I talked about yesterday, people find their stride, don't they? Even in this pandemic moment, we found our new normal, haven't we? Yeah, I think that finally it's a matter of just accepting where we are, what's going on, and then moving forward. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, hey, let's do this. I want to do a quick review <clears throat> of um, you know what we talked about in our last conversation. So people who didn't hear the conversation, they can certainly go do a search at Facebook of uh, Rob Stinson and Coastview. You can see the last discussion we had together. But Rob has a really interesting background, so I want to summarize it for you, and I'm going to take the Rob Stinson test now. Right. You started in the 1970s uh, working with the Marcello family, who owned two restaurants, La Louisiana and the Bruce Orange. You had an opportunity to work with the uh, Cardin Bleu chef, uh, Gerard uh, Tabouy, and what was interesting about that is that while you worked at the front of the restaurants, you always understood that the, the action happened with the chefs. As, as you said it to me, the chef uh, is where uh, is the reason, I think is the way you said it. The chef is the reason. Um, wh- what was interesting about Tabouy, though, was that he was also the chef for uh, Charles de Gaulle, the former president of, um, of France. And he was paired with Nathaniel Burton, who you referred to as the grandfather of Creole food. You uh, you went on to work with uh, Chero uh, Como, the Italian uh, f- uh, food master. And then you went into the corporate world, which I found really interesting because you went from sort of this really chef, local, incredible local restaurants in New Orleans to working for some of the largest in the country. Hard Rock, you, you did an opening of of uh, Planet Hollywood, which at the time actually was the highest volume restaurant in the world, uh, the, the, the Planet Hollywood Orlando. Uh, you wanted to run it. You, know, you learned about you know, building, you know, building strong teams and managing teams. And then you came back. Well, you didn't come back to. You located to coastal Mississippi, which is now your home. You're, you love this place. And started the uh, Long Beach Lookout. And the rest is kind of history. Did I miss anything? No, you did a very good job. I might hire you. <laughs> well, I think it's important because what I love about your story is that you 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 were very focused in the beginning of learning how a, how the restaurant business works, but you became incredibly focused on the role the chef plays and had the opportunity to work with so many unique chefs along the way. And it influences you. I, I mentioned to you when we talked that I've had the opportunity to travel all over the country, New York, Miami, spent a lot of time in New York, uh, in Philadelphia. I've been to some of the best con- you know, restaurants in the world. 
And I know what it takes to have the consistency that I experience when I go to your restaurant. So you had to have something like that in your background. You had to have, you know, masters in the chef world and the ability to manage, you know, teams and volumes of people in order to sort of make the business case work. And you've, uh, you know, continued to master that over all the years. And you've also been innovative along the way, you know, making adjustments in your brands and you got into the commercial real estate business, you got into the supply business, you've, you've kind of done it all, but it was a fascinating conversation for people who want to see it. You can go back and do a search, as I mentioned, Rob Stinson, Coastview. Uh, so Rob, I, what, let's do this. I want to talk about tourism for a second. We talk about this all the time, but you're, you're a commissioner on Coastal Tourism Board. Um, that has really given you unique insight, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it is just a incredible honor, one that I was asked to become a commissioner, and then the wealth of knowledge that's on that board, the individuals and what they bring to the table. I've been on a lot of boards, um, and I, you know, I could start naming those, but out of everything I've ever done, I don't think anything is more appropriate considering the pandemic, our state, what we're going through, and then really, I think, defining for the locals how fortunate we are to be in a drive-to location at this particular point in time. It's almost ordained that we are really blessed, and, and that's, that's a wonderful thing. You know, I, um, I, I like to focus on positive. You know, there's so many people in the world right now that can get so embittered. And to me, we're so fortunate to be in coastal Mississippi, to have the team led by Milton Segarra at coastal Mississippi, to have people on our board. You know, um, it, it just it's been an honor and I look forward to it. You know, I'm, I'm one of the new kids on the block. Well, what's it, what's so interesting about the board is that um, if you go back many, many years ago, no, no offense to anyone who was on the board of those, in those days, but tended to be a political appointment, certainly is today and to some extent. But the reality is the, the horsepower that's on that board, you know, the, the you know, entrepreneurs and innovators and really good thinkers. And you've got a, you know, a good leader in Milton, as you and I were talking about off, offline. I mean, he's been on the show many, many times. He's, um, I've, I've been around, I've been, you know, was publisher in Mobile in New Orleans and spent a lot of time here in coastal Mississippi, seeing some good ones come and go, but his, his ability to articulate strategically where the opportunity is going to be the way he did this back in March before people were even talking about this, understanding that 80% of the market was driving the 80% of the tourism market and that we could leverage that and send an impression to the world that this is a really safe place to visit. Man, he was under that early. You guys were under this early, and you got aligned around it, didn't you? Yeah. I, uh, you know, it, it was almost as if you, you sometimes hear those voices, or I do, and Ricky, I'm sure you hear them just like I do because you're in a multitude of facets. Um, I, I had just this incredible, overwhelming sense that we needed to be able to adapt rapidly and we embrace the curbside pickup and knowing that at some point things could get to a point where we were shut down but that people would still want to have something so on the restaurant side you know that was an immediate thought and we started that before we were shut down mm -hmm. um 
I look at it now, and it was so ironic being on the board, knowing that we spent quite a bit of money advertising ourselves. Then all of a sudden, a shutdown. Wow, what a terrible mistake that we've spent money. In reality, turns out to be the best blessing that could have ever happened because that market approaches exactly what you said. Focus on the drive to traffic. Anybody, and I, I ride bikes and I'm on the beach almost every single day. When it's nice weather, I'm on my bike on the beach at some point, sometimes at night, sometimes daytime. But the one thing I'm seeing, I've never in my 19 years of being on the coast ever seen the beaches where people are taking advantage, both locals and tourists. And that's a wonderful thing because we have a incredible resource. And I think it's time for the locals to embrace how lucky we are. So, you know, I'm excited to be on the board. There's, you know, in the midst of trying to educate people about COVID and safe distancing and the fact that we need to adapt, move forward and have a positive take on it. When people are down on the beach with their families who are from here, I don't think some of those people have ever gone down and enjoyed the beach before. But now it's a wonderful avenue of escape. And that's a beautiful thing that other people from out of state or out of this town, so local Mississippians driving here from, say, Jackson, or that person driving here from Nashville. We had some folks in our restaurant from Nashville, and they were just amazed. They were amazed how wonderful the people were here, how wonderful the the atmosphere was. And, you know, it all leads into the secret coast. And it's time that the locals embrace the fact we are a secret to a lot of the country that is becoming better known. And that's a great thing, in my opinion. No, I, I can't agree more. Um, I was having a conversation with Tish from the Hancock County Chamber, and she said, that it wasn't until she couldn't go to the beach that she sort of realized how much she took it for granted. <clears throat> and once they opened the beach back up, she said she'd been almost every weekend because of that. But I think, you know, there is a, there is a moment in time. I mean, like Katrina did this for us. I mean, I, I often said after Katrina that once we got all the debris cleaned up, when we stood at Highway 90 and looked south, you could see the beauty of this place. The beach was clean. Behind you, there was still devastation, but you could re be reminded of how special this place is. And, you know, the last time you and I talked, we talked about the sunsets and the sunrises in coastal Mississippi are some of the most dramatic in the world. Am I, I mean, I've been all over. You have, too. Yep. It's a special place. And we've yep. been reminded of that, haven't we? I don't think there's any doubt. And, you know, in the, in the midst of all that, I'm always bragging on Chuck Loftus and the Beach Authority because as you drive down the beach, and I do it every day, I mean, I, I live in Long Beach, I work in Biloxi and Gulfport. I love my drive to work. And yeah. one thing I have got to say is they keep the beaches meticulously clean. Chuck is a dear friend I mentioned to you before. He's the most anal retentive person I know, and he's exactly the man for the job on the beach. Yeah. This is Rob Stinson from the Salutes and uh, the Reef and other business ventures. We'll be back after this after this break to continue our conversation. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Supertalk Mississippi media production.